Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Outside the south gate, on that very mound which we had occupied in the great fight where the bones of the gallant Mavovo and my other hunters lay buried. Almost did it seem to me as though I could hear their deep voices joining in the shouts of welcome. That night, while the Mazitu feasted in our honour, we held an indaba in the big new guest-house with Bowsy too, a pleasant-faced young man, and the old Babemba. The king asked us how long we meant to stay at Biza town, intimating his hope that the visit would be prolonged. I replied, but a few days, as we were travelling far to the north to find a people called the Kenda whom we wished to see, and hoped that he would give us bearers to carry our goods as far as the confines of their country. At the name of Kenda a look of astonishment appeared upon their faces, and Babemba said, "'Has madness seized you, Macumazahan, that you would attempt this thing? Or oh, surely you must be mad!' You thought us mad, Babemba, when we crossed the lake to Rika town, yet we came back safely. True, Macumazahan, but compared to the Kenda, the Pongo were but as the smallest star before the face of the sun. What do you know of them, then? I asked. But stay, before you answer, I will speak what I know. And I repeated what I had learned from Hans, who confirmed my words, and from Harut and Marut, leaving out, however, any mention of their dealings with Lady Ragnall. "'It is all true,' said Babemba, when I had finished, "'for that old woman of whom light in darkness speaks was one of the wives of my uncle, and I knew her well. Hearken! These Kenda are a terrible nation, and—' countless in number and of all the people the fiercest their king is called simba which means lion he who rules is always called simba and has been so called for hundreds of years he is of the black kender whose god is the elephant jana but as light in darkness has said there are also the white kender who are arab men the priests and traders of the people the Kenda will allow no stranger within their doors. If one comes, they kill him by torment, or blind him, and turn him out into the desert which surrounds their country there to die. These things the old woman who married my uncle told me, and she told them to light in darkness. Also I have heard them from others, and what she did not tell me, that the white Kendal are great breeders of the beasts called camels, which they sell to the Arabs of the north. Go not near them, for if you pass the desert the black Kenda will kill you, and if you escape these, then their king Simba will kill you, 
and if you escape him then the god jana will kill you and if you escape him then their white priests will kill you with their magic oh long before you look upon the faces of those priests you will be dead many times over then why did they ask me to visit them babemba i know not macumazahan but perhaps because they wish to make an offering of you to the god jana whom no spear can harm no nor even your bullets that pierce a tree i am willing to make trial of that matter i answered confidently and anyway we must go to see these things for ourselves yes echoed ragnall we must certainly go while even savage for i had been translating to them all this while nodded his head although he looked as though he would much rather stay behind ask him if there are any snakes there sir he said and foolishly enough i put the question to give me time to think of other things yes o bina yes o cock of the ash-pit replied babemba my uncle's kendah wife told me that one of the guardians of the shrine of the white kendah is such a snake as was never seen elsewhere in the world then say to him sir said savage when i had translated almost automatically that shrine ain't a church where i shall go to say my prayers alas poor savage little knew the future and its gifts then we came to the question of bearers the end of it was that after some hesitation bowsey too because of his great affection for us promised to provide us with these upon our solemnly undertaking to dismiss them at the borders of the desert so that they might escape our doom as he remarked cheerfully four days later we started accompanied by about one hundred and twenty picked men under the command of old babemba himself who he explained wished to be the last to see us alive in the world this was depressing but other circumstances connected with our start were calculated to weigh even more upon my spirit thus the night before we left hans arrived and asked me to write a paper for him i inquired what he wanted me to put in the paper he replied that as he was going to his death and had property namely the six hundred fifty pounds that had been left in a bank to his credit he desired to make a white man's will to be left in the charge of babemba the only provision of the said will was that i was to inherit his property if i lived if i died which he added of course you must baas like the rest of us it was to be devoted to furnishing poor black people in hospital with something comforting to drink instead of the cow's water that was given to them there needless to say i turned him out at once and that testamentary disposition remains unrecorded indeed it was unnecessary since as i reminded him on my advice he had already made a will before we left durban a circumstance that he had quite forgotten the second event which occurred about an hour before our departure was that hearing a mighty wailing in the market-place where once hans and i had been tied to stakes to be shot to death with arrows i went out to see what was the matter at the gateway i was greeted by the sight of about a hundred old women plastered all over with ashes engaged in howling their loudest in a melancholy unison behind these stood the entire population of beza town who chanted a kind of chorus what the devil are they doing i asked of hans singing our death song baas he replied stolidly 
as they say that where we are going no one will take the trouble to do so, and it is not right that great lords should die, and the heavens above remain uninformed that they are coming. That's cheerful, I remarked, and wheeling around, asked Ragnall straight out if he wished to persevere in this business, for to tell the truth my nerve was shaken. I must, he answered simply, but there is no reason why you and Hans should, or Savage either, for the matter of that. Oh, I am going where you go, I said, and where I go Hans will go. Savage must speak for himself. This he did, and to the same effect, being a very honest and faithful man. It was the more to his credit, since, as he informed me in private, he did not enjoy African adventure, and often dreamed at nights of his comfortable room at Ragnall, whence he superintended the social activities of that great establishment. So we departed, and marched for a matter of a month or more through every kind of country. After we had passed the head of the great lake, wherein lay the island, if it really was an island, where the Pongo used to dwell, one clear morning through my glasses I discerned the mountain-top that marked the former residence of the mother of the flower, and by contrast it made me feel quite homesick. We struck up north, following a route known to Babemba and our guides. After this we steered by the stars through a land with very few inhabitants, timid and nondescript folk who dwelt in scattered villages, and scarcely understood the art of cultivating the soil, even in its most primitive form. A hundred miles or so further on these villages ceased, and thenceforward we only encountered some nomads, little bushmen who lived on game which they shot with poisoned arrows. Once they attacked us, and killed two of the Mazitu with those horrid arrows, against the venom of which no remedy that we had in our medicine-chest proved of any avail. On this occasion Savage exhibited his courage, if not his discretion, for rushing out of our thorn-fence, after missing a bushman with both barrels at a distance of five yards, he was, I think, the worst shot I ever saw. He 